And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents RTG's Things I Hate. I'm RTG, and this is what I fucking hate. You want to know what I hate? Deadbeat parents. What's more important than your kids? Twerking in the clubs and bouncing your funky pussy on the floor? And you dads, you'd rather crush a hundred brews with your bros and snort coke off the baby changing station in the bathroom at Chili's? Ha, good you're using it for something, because you sure as fuck ain't changing your kid's shit-filled diaper. If busting that nut is so important to you, then put it in the belly button like a responsible degenerate. But if that shit's so good that you can't pull out and nine months later there's another mini shittier version of you in this world, here's an original idea. Take care of that little shit stain. Deadbeat parents, you're what I fucking hate. These are sounds of real celebration, Richard. What are we celebrating? You don't know what we're celebrating? What? Oh, man. Our hometown. The town that we were... Well, I was going to say born, but neither of us were born. <laughs> no. Um, were you new at Riverview? Oh, no. You were born in Wild World. I was born... Uh, yes. Okay. I was... I was born in a town where only retirees, Canadians, and people uh, after the prom go to. It's oh. Wildwood, New Jersey. And fist pumpers, which is very ironic. I don't even know if the fist pumpers get that far down. Because Wildwood is more of a Philly destination than it is like Seaside and Point Pleasant are where all the fist pumpers are. I've seen some pumpers. Uh, you, I know that you just brought up fist pumper as an allusion to what we're about to talk about. But let me <laughs> yeah. set it up. Um. So just like, I, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before that, I was very proud and happy that my my old town of where I just lived for six years of Jersey City was all over the news because a mall Easter Bunny went on a rampage and started punching dads in the head. Mm-hmm. Now, just as a short week later, our hometown that we grew up in from a very young age, from kindergarten on, grew up in. And we're both, unfortunately, stuck back in right now. Yep. But uh, our hometown, nonetheless, has uh, has gotten onto the news. It's a big deal. Everybody's talking about it. Big headlines. Uh, and we're very, very proud. I mean, if you, come, <laughs> if you come from an area, you have to be proud of the things that happen to it. And um, I just, first, before we even say what happened, I just want to say to all the people born, raised, and otherwise in Hazlitt, New Jersey, today's the day to celebrate, so... I fucked it up. I always do that. Hazlitt does it. Hazlitt, we did it. <laughs> That's my favorite fucking thing of all time. Anyway, um, uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so in case you haven't heard already, if if you don't know the area, you're not familiar with the area, or you just haven't been checking the news, we got ourselves a Hazlation celebrity. <laughs> yeah. And and that man, run by the name of what's his name? Fist pump. Fist pump. Rob. His name is Fist Pump Rob. And I also heard that uh, when he was in high school, because he's a little bit younger than us, but the kids called him Greaser. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's full of great nicknames. I believe my brother might have went to high school with him. I think they're around the same age. Around the same age. Anyway, do you want to tell the fine people at home what the illustrious 
uh, names, you know, the person now in Hazlitt that we're going to look up for. We're probably going to erect a statue in his likelihood at some <laughs> point here in Hazlitt, New Jersey, because we're so proud of him. Would you like to tell the people at home what he did? Oh, yeah, I would love to. Thanks. All right. <laughs> well, this... Oh, yeah, Deb, I would love to. I would love to. Moving right along. <laughs> um, so this piece of shit, he's got a, a sweet resume here. All right. He, um, the big, the big thing, the biggest thing here is that, uh, he, um, had some 14 year old girls for sale (laughs) that he was pimping out. And I think two of them, one from Middlesex and one from, uh, I think up North somewhere, but he was pimping out 14 year old girls. But that is, that is just the pinnacle of what this man has done. So. Well, the pinnacle would be the the top. Yeah, that is just. I'm about to get to the meat. Oh, potatoes. so that that's the that's the top. Yeah, and it, it, you're it going. Doesn't, it doesn't get worse. We're than going pimping out 14 year old girls. We're go, but when you say pimping out 14 year old girls, now was he he was he on the street? Was he wearing all purple with a big fuzzy purple hat and and shoes with fish in them? And then he was actually selling these women? Or come on, man, I may be a luddite, but I know we're in 2000 <laughs> and what 16 here. Yeah. You know he was doing it all via web. Okay, so explain it. So so our our friend uh our, our the person we're so proud of here in Hazlitt, New Jersey. What's his name again? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about somebody else. No. I was like, who's our friend? <laughs> was his, he part of this? What's his name again? Uh, Fist Pump Rob. Fist Pump Rob, the appropriate <laughs> name for somebody who lives in this area. <laughs> yeah. Hazlitt, New Jersey is now famous for two things. Fist Pump Rob and Sammy Sweetheart from the New Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah. They seem like they would make a good couple. Yeah, right? They probably have. They probably anyway. have been. So he was online. Right. So his whole, his whole thing is he's a big, he's like an online terrorist, right? So he's done like, you know, prostitution online. He's done kitty porn online. He's done. Let me let me explain things one by one because they each have their own flavor. Right? Please do. So the first thing, without getting into the sexual side of stuff, is when I read about this, I found it really fucking hilarious that there's actually a name for it. But what he does is he likes to broadcast crazy shit live. So he called in uh, a goose chase about. Someone holding someone hostage with weapons and um, uh, like a, like serious assault weapons to have the police come fully armed to come after this person. And then he broadcasts it live on the Internet. And it's called swatting. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it. Like, what is he swatting? Like, and I'm thinking of actual like fly swatting. Yeah, like he's just got insects that he's trying to kill in his yeah, house or something. But it actually refers to having the cops come in SWAT gear. Okay. Yeah. So you try and get the cops to come in full SWAT, heavily armed gear, then you broadcast it live, and it's a big wild goose chase. No, wait, I don't get this. So he picks a victim, a random victim, a phony victim, a make believe decoy. So where does he get the cops to go to? The, whatever address he's at. And then he says, I was wrong, you know, some, no, this wasn't happening here. I was wrongfully accused. But he just gets it online of them busting in the door. That's it. it swatting. And it was, so is it just for the entertainment value or is it for maybe like he hopes that the police come in and like do something fucked up so we no, can catch him and just, sue, the, just, sue the community? Or? It's just entertainment value. It's just to see cops kicking in the door, like watching yourself on cops, you know, like, oh, they're going to get this motherfucker. And then they kick in your door and you're filming it live. Okay. It, it occurs to me, though, that that could only happen once. How could you do that more than once? Right. By the second time you do that, they're going to be like, okay, dude, yeah. you did this once before. Dude and- is swatting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or they'll just see it online. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's, he's a swatter. Right. He gets into swatting. Now, 
doing this is just him getting his beak wet because but that wasn't what he's he's in the news now for you no no that was just mentioned okay so his his big thing was he was offering now the reward was only 100 bones, which I find to be hilarious because what motherfucker is going to stick their neck out this far for 100 beans? I don't know. But he was offering 100 bones for someone to sexually assault this 25-year-old woman from New York and broadcast it live over the internet for 100 beans. (laughs) And when you say sexually assault, what do you mean? I don't know. It can mean... It's not the big R. I don't know. I don't think it could be the big R. Maybe it means whipping out the tits. Maybe it means running up on her and pulling up her skirt or something. I don't know. Okay. I don't, it just sexually assault could be a wide variety. Maybe it was the big R. I don't know. And now, and now why? Why would? Why this one person from New York? Why would? Does it? I don't know. Maybe she was an easy target. Maybe she was a little slutty. I don't know. Okay. So it wasn't like his ex girlfriend that he that he wanted to get revenge on or anything that he just could have been. Okay. Don't, you don't know. Don't, you don't know the logistics. Big fist pump, even having ex girlfriends. Okay, this is the same dude that would wear a female Pikachu outfit to the steak exchange to prom- pro- promote his clothes by the name of Fist Pump. <laughs> so okay, we're not so wait. With a high so now, of- all right. So now we're getting down to the big offense here. Like, yeah, he might have prostituted fourteen year old girls. Yes, he might have made fake phone calls to the cops. Sure, maybe he offered some money to sexually assault a girl. I mean, I think we could all look past that. But having your own clothing line called Fist Pump, mm-hmm. that's fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's going to get locked up for, probably. But yeah, so, I mean, all these things all rolled up into one big fist <laughs> is a pretty... To which pump? To which yeah. you would pump? And he's facing 20 years on each count. So he got busted for all of these things. All of them. What was the thing that actually made the cops come to his house and fucking and wrap him up, though? It was um, the, it was the underage prostitution online. Now, were, were these cam shows? Like, were he they... was doing cam shows as well. Okay, but he was actually pimping these girls out for money. So he would put these girls on the internet and say, "You could watch them do the things online, but also if you'd like to uh, privately meet these yes. girls, you could come." And 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 both of these girls were underage. Yes, fourteen years old. These girls were. Wow, man. Yeah. I didn't know we had such an entrepreneur in our in our uh, nest right? here in um, central New Jersey, yeah. this podunk town that we come from. And a uh, little twist of irony here is I actually did uh, some work for this guy, maybe like, I want to say around 2010. And he was pitching me this idea he had while I was working in his yard about he wants to start this online thing called the Little Black Book, where everyone shares their sexual conquests with everyone else online. And just by him, that's saying, just called online. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to the fucking comments of the New York Times, it's people like, yeah, she was <laughs> sucking my dick. So right there, you know, the dude's fucking a greaser and a fist pumper. And now he's, you know, he's graduated into bigger, bigger, heavier things. And now he's facing 20 years for, for four different counts. So that's what, 80 years total? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's pretty much in jail for life getting fist pumped. Well,. <laughs> Yes. He probably wants to change his name real quick before he gets to jail. <laughs> because fist pump could be many different yeah, things in his He's going to change the name to Sone Asshole. <laughs> uh, Micro Penis. <laughs> oh, they'll probably like that. I think having a small dick's a commodity in jail because you might want to get fucked in the ass, but you don't get that shit torn up. <laughs> yeah, but micro? You can't even get that in. <laughs> you have to get through the meat of the ass first. <laughs> 
you have to use those like fucking retractors they use for pregnancy just to get to the <sighs> asshole. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I thought it, we were having fucking fun here. I'm getting light. <laughs> I got lightheaded a little bit. Yeah, it's 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 all scary stuff. You know what I mean? When you Oof. read about that shit, yeah, it's fun to make jokes about it, but. You know, in reality, it's fucking scary. Well, it's weird that you just don't know what's going on in the fucking house next to you. Yeah. You know, now, now I don't know this guy. I've never seen him um, I, or whatever. Maybe if I did see him, I'd be like, every picture of him online is like just some nutty fucking picture. I don't think the dude's ever taken a full on straight, right. you know. But um, but uh, what my point is, is that it, most people around here said that he's a fucking scumbag straight up. Yeah, you but, can tell. But, you know, this kind of shit happens all the time with people that you mo- don't know. You know, you, you yeah. see the shit on the news and people are like... He was the nicest guy. Yeah, he, he mowed my lawn for me when I... You yeah. know, and shit like that. And then meanwhile, he's stringing women up downstairs and fucking, like, hams and shit, you know? Right. Um, But yes, I you know, I never thought that Hazlitt, New Jersey would ever get a bigger star than Sammy Sweetheart of Jersey Surf fame. And now we have Fist Pump We're Rob. on the come up. Fist Pump Rob. We should just n- change the name of this town to Fist Pump Rob. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Or at least Ha and then Fish Pump Rob and Air Shrimps Let. Yeah. Or Fist Pump, Pump Rob Sweetheart. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think once he gets out of jail in 80 years, if she's still single, which I'm sure she will be, they should fucking get it on. Well, anyway, congratulations, Fist Pump Rob. You're making us all proud here in yeah. the central New Jersey area. You're making all of us look better. Uh, I hope those girls aren't strung up in your basement anymore. And that's another thing. I mean, what, what, like, what, were, what was this guy getting paid? Who knows? I mean, Who knows? He was, was it a was it a, a a good venture? Was it was it lucrative? I don't know. They weren't given uh, dollars and cents, but he was also skimming off the girls' tips. He would control like their a true tips. pimp. Yep, he would you know control their tips and give them like give the girls I guess what he thought they deserved. Now cam shows like legal. Um, I, of course I would never advocate any sort of underage sexual perversion of all, any kind. Um, but cam shows are I from what I hear are the only way that that like porn uh people sex workers are making any money anymore because the porn business doesn't pay anything. It's all free. Well, it, you know, from what what yeah, right, cuz porn is so is access for free, nobody pays for it anymore. So these girls like when Jenna Jameson was getting like 10-15 grand a fucking uh, a film, like girls now are getting like 200 bucks for like a yeah. scene. So no one's making any money in it, but a lot of these girls, I actually watched a documentary on it. A lot of these girls are doing these cam shows and that's where the money's at cuz you could you could glom on to these these fucking lonely ass dudes. And then, you know, they, the girls who know how to do it, do it right. Like they don't really show anything until they give them a tip. And then it's like, and, and then guys like, it is, it's, it's the most pathetic thing in the world, unfortunately, but it happens all the time. It just shows how many lonely ass people are in this country. But like they, guys really feel like that, you know, the way that people used to be at strip clubs. Yeah. The guy who always thought he was dating the stripper. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know people say this, but I think she really likes How me. many times have you heard that? Oh, God. Are you that stupid? That's her job. And there has never, ever, ever been once in the history of stripping where a fucking stripper has, you know, fallen in love with the fucking sad, bald, fat dude who wears, <laughs> who wears sweatpants just so his dick could get a little bit closer. Yeah. She really likes me. She understands me, man. And you know what? She, you know, she was abused by her uncle when she's younger, and she's just trying to get herself through college, and I'm here for her for that. Yeah, yeah. And then once she gets her communications degree and she really starts that, that uh, home marketing business, we're going to get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. She loves him. 
Yeah. And it, it actually brings up something funny because I went to Amsterdam back in 07 and we went with like 10 dudes. And there was one dude out of our flock of degenerates that was actually spitting game to the prostitutes of Amsterdam. Like he thought that he was going to like, what what, what was he, he maybe he was doing it just for his own uh self-esteem that's what it looked like to me but he you know he went up to one of them and said told her she was the princess of the island and that's where i lost it i fucking lost it <laughs> was he looking for a discount i don't know he told one chick that her skin was glowing Okay. Some of the worst compliments I've ever. <laughs> well, you guys were on a lot of hallucinogens, <laughs> yeah, there, so maybe he really thought she was like Mr. Burns in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what? How is that a compliment? You may have moved too close to a nuclear power plant. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, fuck. If it was a Jersey girl, they, it would be glowing a nice orange glow. Yeah, is normally. Well, what that's it is. funny because there was these two girls that were bartenders in Amsterdam, and they were asking us where we were from. So we were telling them, you know, the East Coast of the United States, next to New York, New Jersey, and these two girls in their uh, most Dutch of accents. They were like, you know Fist Pump Rob? (laughs) Pretty close. They go, is that the area of the United States where all the women are orange? And yes. And we said, yes, you are 100% correct. (laughs) Always has been, always will be. But let me tell you, man, it was just like that movie Hostel because these bartenders were so hot. Wait, Rich, Rich. You didn't get your Achilles heel cut, did you? Because <laughs> Maybe. I'm, I'm getting a little fucking sweaty over that, here. Again. Definitely got all my fucking pubes burned off. But we'll save that for another day. Unless I told that already. Yeah, you told it I already. Told already. Yes. But, um, you were so excited to tell that. That might have been episode one. I'm like, I, I got to tell I'm you. Like, I'm going to say when I got my pubes burned <laughs> off in Amsterdam. It was fucking it was a trip. But then, you know, these girls were so hot when they were behind the bar. And then we were heading out to breakfast one day. And we saw them on the road. And they were just fucking dragging face on the floor. like fucking, no, no makeup cake No on. makeup. Looking like a pecan. So, and we were like, hey, what are you girls up to? And they go, we just wake up now. <laughs> no sexy time between me. You come get drink later. I, f- I fake like I yeah, like you. That area of Europe just freaks me out. Skin no glow now. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah. So you got prostitutes while you're there. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a prostitute besides Amsterdam? Like in America? Yeah. Um, well, there was, like, my brother's bachelor party. Yeah, right. I never, like, called one up on a lonely Tuesday. Yeah, I've <laughs> never done that either. Nah. I'm, I'm, like, intrigued by it. I want to do it one time, not because because I'm starved for sex or anything like that, although I could be probably getting laid a little bit more now, <laughs> but um, uh, it's not because I, like, need sex, but I want to know what the process is. Like, I don't even know. I think you come in, you do some blow, and then you get down to the fucking. Like, I don't think you like romance the bitch. No, I know, but it's just a weird, like, as somebody who's never done it before, it's a weird concept. Uh, So I wouldn't be able to do it, you know, because of the awkwardness. You would have to be in a hotel room, number one, because you're never going to invite prostitutes at the place where you live. That would be weird. (laughs) Yeah, I know people that have done that. Really? Yeah. Like, here's all my goods so that you and your pimp could come in later, beat the shit out of me, and take it all. (laughs) You got to push down all the pictures of the fam or turn them around and shit. (laughs) So it's not looking at you. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like I want to go through the process, but I actually don't want to stick my dick into a fucking rotting prostitute. Yeah, no, 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 never, never that, never that, no. But it's weird. Like I, I grew up thinking because our group of people never, you know, besides, yeah, like uh, 
you know, you fucking you give one of the strippers at a bachelor party like 10 bucks to give you a hand job or something like that. Or or like uh, the, you go to a massage parlor and get a happy ending like that kind of shit. But I don't know if I knew any of our like close friends growing up that actually hired prostitutes. I never really knew anybody did that. And if they did, they never talked about it. Yeah, it's a real I feel like it's a real scary thing. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I think I'm too sensitive for it. <laughs> But um, but then when I re- but then you would like I would meet some people, at, you know, people I worked with and stuff like that who were a little bit older, and they're like, "Yeah, I get hookers all the time. It's like nice That's and freaky. easy." As a matter of fact, I put a I put a like kind of joke. Uh, I'm going to use airstreams for that because it, none of my jokes are very funny. But it was kind of uh, I was saying. How am I going to find a new friends a friend with benefits if I don't feel like making any more friends? That was my line, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and uh, the first person fucking put a thing, and he's like, "Well, you know, you can pay people for that." And I was like, <laughs> "Real excited!" Yeah. To. And I was like, "What? Like that's an actual suggestion?" Yeah, real happy to suggest it too. Now, look, if I was rolling in it, and and I could get one of those fucking like senator from New York ten thousand dollar an hour prostitutes oh, yeah. that are like hot as fuck, I'd be doing that nonstop. Oh no doubt. But in my economical status, oh, you'll I... get the creature from the black lagoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's fucking weird. Yeah, man. I was almost turned away from prostitution before I even fucking, you know, dipped into it. Cause, uh, it, you know, we got, we landed in Amsterdam, I think like six, seven in the morning. So it was super early. So I don't think, you know, the whores shifts. I don't think they clocked in yet. Cause that's how it works down there. So, you know, all, all the windows are empty. And, uh, in the red light district? In the red light district. So we're walking around. I called it Whore Alley because it just looked like, looks like this broken down alley, you know, window, window, window. And it's just where all, they all work, you know. And all the windows are empty. And I'm walking away. And all I hear is bang, 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 bang on one of the windows. And I turn around. And it's fucking Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking. I, I had no idea what name was going to come out of it. It's about. fucking Cactus Jack in a neon green bikini pressing his dick up against the glass, like, come on, baby, come and give it to me. And I was like, fucking getting on the flight, pack up my shit, I'm out of here. Was it an actual dude or was it a chick that was just that ugly? Oh, no, it was dude love, baby. Really? Yep, yep. Hairy as fuck in a green bikini pressing his piece against the glass, fogging it the fuck up. Seven in the morning. Like, he has the early shift. And then your buddy walked over, and he's like, your penis is glowing. <laughs> yeah. You are the king of this island. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think if I if I went to Amsterdam, uh, which is somewhere, I, I do have a map up where I, I plan on putting a pin into yeah, that area. I was going to say, you got thumbtack in Amsterdam. Yeah, at some point. I think I would have to fucking uh, to to get a hooker there, just because it's like it's like smoking weed. Like people don't smoke weed, go to Amsterdam, smoke some yeah, weed. Yeah, it's you like know? a bucket like, list. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I might do that. Yeah, but see, my whole thing was I'm not gonna fuck one. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna pay for just one just to fucking you know blow me or some shit. I paid for two to do weird and wacky shit with. You know? Like, yeah, right. You know. Get your pubes burned off. Get your pubes burned off. Get fucking handcuffed to the bed. Get smacked around a little bit, like the little putts that I am. <laughs> <laughs> we just wake up now uh it was funny too because after i left there i felt like such an abused little child i had to like get my manhood back so i found like the littlest blonde bitch i could find and choked her <laughs> oh, yeah. and then, then i was like mad hungry after that so i go to this little hut and the food in amsterdam you might as well give me dog food because it is not good at all really yeah there's no no culinary experience uh, chocolate there? chocolate's good yeah of course. chocolate and okay. waffles yeah. right so i go to this little hut to get a chicken sandwich and it's me and like 
20 head button toothless soccer hooligans running rampant, right? So I'm thinking I'm going to get my ass kicked because they're drunk as fuck. And I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking they're going to beat my ass for fun. So they all order and I step up to order and I'm like, you know, can I get a chicken sandwich? And it's like this little hut. But for some reason, there was a ladder in there. And the dude's like looking around for, I guess, a chicken patty. <laughs> and then he climbs the ladder into an attic to get it. So I turn around to fucking this one bloke with like one tooth in the middle looking like he's about to headbutt me. And I go, must have been a tall order. And he just stares me down. No expression. I thought I was a dead man. Then he screams and hugs me and goes, ah, tall order. And he starts telling his buddies, did you hear him? Tall order. And they're like kicking around a soccer ball. I was like the champion of the night. I was fucking, uh, this has nothing to do with prostitution, but, um, anything would do with soccer hooligans? No, but it reminded me of the same story. I was in, uh, England a, a while back and, um, we were on, ah, what the fuck? I, I can't think of the name of the river now, but it's like the Thames. Yes. Yes. We were on that and we were sitting there and, and me and my girlfriend at the time went and got these baguette sandwiches and a bottle of wine and, and we were you were just chilling out on that river mm-hmm. the, the queen's river they say yeah, or whatever the spoils of the country and uh and and they have what what are called the queen's geese on that river i, I believe they're geese they might have been swans or whatever they are but they're on that river and they're these big things uh these big birds with these big wingspans and and uh and they come and they fly out so we're sitting there and we're hanging out and one of them starts taking off, you know, like a fucking, like starts flapping its wings real slow and then it's gaining t- traction and it's going. So I start rooting for it. I'm going, go, 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 go. Right. And then I hear across the river, there is an English guy with his girlfriend <laughs> having a picnic, drinking wine. And he's going, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> I'm going, go, 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 go on, go on, go on. And I just looked at him like, you That's know, excellent. it was my English doppelganger. I was just going to say that. And then the goose died. <laughs> Why? No, I don't it know. Ate I just, some food from th- England. That's just the way I wanted to wrap that story up. Yeah, man, that food in that section of the country terrible. I don't know how England was. I've never been there. Well, I think sure. I, I ate the. I ate the. Well, number one, I lived with an English family for a few years, on and off. But I spent a lot of time there, so I was accustomed to English food. Accustomed to the blandness. Yeah, and I, I like you know I like a lot of starch and stuff like that, so it didn't really bother me like the bangers and mash and the, and the fucking shepherd's pie and shit like that. I liked yeah. all that. So having actually eating that in England was okay. But I'll tell you what happened. We did go to we while we were there. I might have told this on here already, but. Episode 51, man. Who could remember? Yeah, right. Um, while we were there, I was there for a few weeks, and and uh, me and the girls there with decided that we were going to have... She had been there for a few months, and I was just visiting her, and we decided that we were going to have an American day. So we went and saw an American movie. I think we went and saw The Butterfly Effect, starring one Ashton Kutcher. Uh, and then we went... I forget what other American stupid thing we did. And then we were <laughs> like, "Let's we're going to find an American place to eat. So the only thing that we could find was uh, Pizza Hut. And uh, we're like, all right, fuck it. We probably won't eat Pizza Hut at home. But since we're here and it's American, <laughs> yeah. this is part of our day. We're just going to go do it. So two things happened in this Pizza Hut. One... I was looking at all the slices because they had it like buffet style and uh, you go in and you just pay for it and then you take whatever you want. Yeah, that's how the hut is. Is it? Yeah. No, I thought a pizza hut's here you have to order and they bring them to your table. I don't know. I haven't been to a pizza hut since. I, I always thought it was a pizza buffet. I'll tell you the last time I went to a pizza hut, the promotion then was a land before time fucking oh, hand thing yeah. that my parents still have in their garden. <laughs> it was a little hand Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's a while back. Yeah. Last time, last time I was at pizza hut, I ate spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you're talking about you were in Italy in the 1800s? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll take the spaghetti. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so I go in there and I'm looking at all the pizza and it looks like pizza, you know, like regular frozen fucking pizza pizza, but it looks like chunkier or whatever. Like there's like more texture to it. So I'm like, ah, whatever. I pick a pepperoni and maybe a sausage and a plane and I go sit down and I bite into it and I realize that there's corn in it. And I'm oh. like, and I'm like, that's weird. So then I bite in the next one and there's corn in there. And then I realized that all their pizza had corn in it. Oh no. And now here's the weirdest thing. Uh. So then we're like, fuck it. It wasn't that bad. I mean, Pizza Hut tastes like fucking shit anyway. So we're just sitting there. We're just enjoying our American day, half drunk, laughing at how bad this pizza is and, yeah, corn. and all that stuff. It was the novelty of the day. And then I started getting a very weird feeling as me and my girlfriend, both of us from New Jersey, are sitting there. We're eating our pizza like normal human beings. Heavy um, corn. Yeah. You know, but holding them in our hand, eating them like you would. And I start getting this weird fucking thing, like this this weird just general idea of something amiss, is something is going on around me. And I slowly start looking around and I realize that everybody else in this restaurant is eating their pizza with a fork and a knife. I knew you were going to say that. And we were the only ones eating it with our hands. So not only are they eating fucking corn pizza, they're eating it with a fork and a knife. Was it so, kernels of corn? It was like, yeah, it was. Or were they like? Puffed? Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like not cooked on cooked corn. It was corn. <laughs> okay, you know, just. But like, I mean, like, was it? Was there like a breading, or was it just like yellow corn pieces? I couldn't tell you that because it was under the cheese. It was and under the with cheese. Everything. Okay. But, but from I believe it was just regular from corn. under cheese. <laughs> If you were just to cook up some motherfucking corn and put it in a pizza, that's what it was. That is terrible. Yeah. But anyway, people are eating it with a knife and a fork. So I got up and I screamed, you limey fucks. You, all, you should all die. And then uh, and then I tipped the table over and uh, my girlfriend started crying. No, nah, that didn't happen. But I felt like doing that. And then you shit out a lot of corn shits. Yeah. I said, <laughs> yeah. I, I said, all of you should come over later after I take the shit and eat the corn out of my shit. <laughs> And then eat the shit made up of the corn of my shit and eat the corns out of that shit. And other people's shit. (laughs) And then while I was walking out, I heard a dude go, go on, go on, (laughs) go on then. So would you say that was the most disgusting thing you ever fucking ate? No, not even close. (laughs) Nope. Real quick. (laughs) (laughs) No, hell no. Uh Uh-uh. I I could say for sure the most disgusting thing ever. Do you know the most disgusting thing have you ever have you ever eaten? I don't know. Now I've seen you eat raw chicken. We've Mm -hmm. discussed that. I've seen you eat um, uh, flies. Flies. Yeah, dehydrated flies. You thought they were raisins. Did we tell that story? Is that that's me? Yeah. Oh shit! No, I didn't even know that happened. (laughs) Why didn't you tell me? I probably ate the whole fucking bag. When I was a kid, when we were children, I had a turtle. Um, that I found in the woods and I brought home and it was a, uh, it was a land turtle, I guess, or whatever. And we kept it in a, like a little baby pool, like one of those little baby pools that has that like little slide that goes up oh, yeah. and we had a little water in it and then it could go up the slide and we kind of kept it as a pet. I'm so intrigued. And you don't, you don't remember no. this? And, uh. So it goes way back, this problem Oh, uh, we were, we probably weren't even 10 yet. Holy shit. Yeah. I got problems. So we were um, in the backyard hanging out like we do's, probably in our sweet 80s gear, our gremlin shirts mm-hmm. and those weird bike shorts that fucking came <laughs> up above your knees or whatever. Gremlin shirts. Uh, yeah, I know for a fact that a gremlin shirt. That's another fucking story I could tell. <laughs> Jesus, oh, yeah. I'm falling into all of them. Anyway, so we're hanging out 
and uh and and you and i was doing something playing in the dirt picking my ass i don't fucking know what i was doing i was a little stupid kid and you're behind me and i hear you munching on something (laughs) and you're like you're like these raisins taste weird (laughs) and i I was like raisins where the fuck did he get raisins i turned around and you were eating the jar of dehydrated flies (laughs) that we fed our turtle oh that's terrible why didn't he stop me (laughs) because it was funny as fuck (laughs) and i was like this dick is eating flies i'm probably gonna hang out with him for the next 30 years of my life (laughs) so that's definitely on my list that's up there with the raw chicken raw chicken uh give us one more and then i'll tell you what i ate Uh, i'll tell you the most disgusting i ate glass (laughs) 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 that (laughs) you were there everybody was there uh, I don't remember this, please. You don't remember it in Eddie's now, backyard? Now, would you say that this is more disgusting or just something that no human being should ever do? It was something no human being should ever do. It's not like there was glass in my food and I accidentally ate it. I actually took two beer bottles, smashed them together, and like no one was talking. It wasn't like a joke or anything. I was just like, huh, I think like my brain just fucking fizzled out and I just started... <laughs> Eating the broken bottle. You're right. I do remember this. It was a green bottle. It was like a Heineken or something like that. Something, yeah. And yeah, we were all sitting around the thing. It was late at night. We'd been drinking all day. And then we just hear crunching. <laughs> and we looked over. And you were you didn't make it. You didn't make like any other drunk would have been like, guys, check out this shit I'm about to do. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like a fucking dude, bro. Oh, it's going to be so fucking rad. It was before cell phones. So we couldn't, you know, but it would be put this on Twitter. Everyone's, you know. And, uh, yeah, we were all just discussing something, listening to some music, and we heard some crunching, and we looked over, and you were in the corner by yourself eating glass. Yeah. I totally forgot all about that. I was kind of hoping maybe I'd get, like, a Fraggle Rock effect from it, maybe be a little sugary like the Doozers do or whatever, <laughs> but nothing. It just tasted like glass. <laughs> Doozer sticks? Yeah. That they fucking... That they build with, but then also eat for nutrition. Oh no, they build it, then the fucking fraggles come and oh, eat their buildings. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fraggles are pieces of yeah, shit. Seriously. Especially that Wimbley. He's a fuckface. <laughs> yeah. I wish Wimbley would eat the corn out of my shit. <laughs> um, so, what is your most disgusting thing? Okay, so here's a phenomenon that happens in the uh, lovely nation. Is it a nation? Country? It's a country. What the Islam nation of uh, the Philippines? Oh, okay. And it's something called Balut. Now, if nobody's heard of this before, feel free to look it up. But tell me what it is. I don't know what it is. Well, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Let me let me uh, fucking spin the yarn. Here. All right. <laughs> so my buddy, good friend of ours, he's actually been on a podcast before. During the Biggie episode, he was the one screaming the N-word over and over and again, which he's allowed to because he's from the Philippines, which is basically just Puerto Rican. You know, <laughs> if you're from the Philippines, just like the Puerto, Puerto Rico, you could do two things really well, and that's draw and break dance. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And uh, and so he was having a uh, a party, a little get together for uh, the Pacquiao fight, whatever which one it may be. But Pacquiao is the Filipino uh, boxer, correct? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Okay. And they all love him to death because they're all from the Philippines and everything like that. So he says uh, everyone could come over under one condition. You all have to eat the uh, Filipino cuisine. Wow. And uh, I said, okay, fuck it. Because I'm always down for something That's stupid. That's hardcore. No, everybody else. There was two Filipino dudes and me who ate it. Everybody else said no. And he said, okay. Wait, did the Filipino dudes actually eat the beluga on a normal basis? <laughs> it's not a baby whale. It's, uh, it's, it's, a du- it's a duck egg. But not even it's not a duck egg in the way that you would cook eggs. It's a, it's a formed egg. 
Like there's a form duck in the egg. There's like an embryo in there. It's not an embryo. It's basically a baby duck. It's like the egg when the duck is already formed, like right before the duck is about to pop out of the egg. But it's dead. But it's dead. Holy shit. So what you do. That's rugged. What you do. And now, believe me, I did not want to do this, but I already committed to it. Um, I wasn't going to back out. Good man. I like Uh, that. uh, And um, so what you do is, and I'm sure Mark's going to hear this episode and be like, you got it all wrong. But from what I could tell, what you do is you boil these things. Um, to the point where where the, you know the animal's dead. It, it, it wasn't alive anyway, but you boil it, and uh, and then you you open it. Um, you shoot the juice that is inside of it, which is kind of ends up being like a chicken broth because it's just liquid that's on top of this body, as if you were eating an oyster. Kind of holy shit. And then you suck out the rest of it. Now oh. here's the deal. Uh, I didn't look. At what it looked like when I did it, if I had seen what it looked like when I did, I would not have done you it. I would not have eyes. been able to get. No, well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't look at it, but I didn't research it or anything. Mm. I, he told me what to do. I did it. Uh, it wasn't the best thing in the world. Uh, mm. The juice itself was uh, the juice was the best part because again, it was like broth. So there was there an enjoyable side to this. I I wouldn't say enjoyable, but not stomach wrenching. Okay. Retching is the word. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then uh, the meat part came, and I closed my mouth and I shoved it in my mouth and I chewed down on it. And the worst part about it, Richard, is that I felt the bones crunching in my mouth. I was going to ask that. What about beak? I don't know if you felt the beak because that's the thing. It's not. It's it's formed, but it's, it's still, still soft, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a soft shell crab or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I felt. I knew that I was eating body ooh, parts. Oh shit! And it kind of fucking me up. And the only way that I could describe it, I thought about it a lot afterwards because people have asked me about this experience. Is that it? It kind of felt like I was. The consistency was like if I was eating dirt with like with like uh, twigs in it. You know what I mean? That's disgusting. And so I choked it down. It wasn't. It wasn't horrible. It didn't make my mouth water. I didn't want to throw up, but it also wasn't pleasant. Um, and that was it. That's balut. But the thing is, from what my friend tells me. Uh, and that is a delicacy in the Philippines. It make your dick hard, <laughs> white man. <laughs> yeah, after you snort the rhino horn. <laughs> no, this is. But the kids grow up. This is. But the kids love it. The kids love it. <laughs> they do. Basically, there's a blute man that comes around, <laughs> just much like we have the ice cream man on the on our beaches here in New <laughs> Holy Jersey. Shit! Like a, a, a bell rings. And then every all the kids know it's the Balut man, and they all run out and they start throwing whatever their fucking currency is there at this dude who gives them these duck eggs that they break open, suck the juice, and eat the fucking. And they egg. wonder why their babies are born with like three ears and shit. Uh, look, eating Balut, they might be the most virile people in the world. I don't know. That shit I, I mean, is you're. Crazy. Uh, it's got to be all protein. But anyway, oh, man. and I you ate. give me flack for eating a goldfish and throwing it back up, and you're over there eating beluga. <laughs> <laughs> look, number one. I made a commitment that I had to stick to. I understand that. You. I'm big on that. You came up with a fucking, a whole thing that nobody <laughs> asked you to do. I know. And then still did it. Um, and number two, you know, it, it is food somewhere in the world. I guess goldfish yeah. might be food somewhere in the world, too. Probably not. But uh, yes, that was the most disgusting thing that I've ever fucking eaten in my man, life. Man, that is rugged. Yes. I give you props for that one, man. Now, do you want to hear? Since we're just we're spinning some yarn here, yeah. uh, do you want to hear the the Gremlin shirt story yeah, yeah, from the yeah. '80s? Yeah, spin that. So I was a pussy in the '80s, much like I'm a pussy in 2016. <laughs> uh, 
and uh and i was afraid of fucking everything and um what the the gremlin movie came out which is what year did the gremlins come out 86 86, right so i was six years old and uh they were all the rage everybody loved them gremlins gizmo caca right and uh so my parents bought me a gizmo ringer tee okay um, it was a, it was a sweet eighty shirt with a I think it was orange. It had the white ringer piping around the 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 uh, neck and sleeve area, and it had a uh, iron on picture of Gizmo on the front of it. And I loved it, and I wore it all the time. One time during the summer, my father was fucking around in the backyard spraying the hose. I think he was watering his garden, and as a little joke, he decided to hit me with the hose. I freaked the fuck out because I thought he just got gizmo wet. <laughs> so I thought that my shirt was going to uh, eat, eat slimy chicken. It was going to just become <laughs> these horrible green things that were going to string me up and kill me in my sleep. So I freaked the fuck out. Now, here's the best part about it. I, I lived uh, above in the in the room above. And if you looked out the window, you could see like the fence area uh, of my parents' backyard for the most part, like where you would walk in the driveway and the fence. So my parents, being the wonderful uh, problem solvers that they were at the time, <laughs> they said, don't worry about it. You're cool. All we have to do is let it dry out. So they took my shirt off. They hung it over the fence. And then we went inside and ate whatever and enjoyed the night. Ate some balut. <laughs> yes. They started cooking duck embryos and we sucked them down <laughs> like we did. And um, so what happened was that night... There is a giant rainstorm. Oh shit! And I remember. I remember being six years old, staring out my window, watching this shirt just get soaking wet on the fuck for all night, all night. Couldn't sleep. Just sat there and watched it, waiting for the shirt to turn into grass. Of course, it, not to spoil the end of the story, it never did. Oh. But. Uh, that was my stupid fucking lizard brain when I was a kid is that I thought that shirt and but the fact that then then it rained it was it was the worst night of my life <laughs> you were tortured I'm still I waiting just, yeah yeah you know what I loved about the gremlins how like every once in a while they knew how to do human shit you know like when when he was chasing down that lead gremlin and, and he didn't know what to do and he looks over and he's like gun <laughs> <laughs> like, how the fuck did he know it was a gun? And he grabs it and starts shooting at that dude. And there's something else, like fucking milk duds. Like, they yeah, knew right. shit, you know? Yeah. But I, they drive, they drove cars, you know? They watched the movie. Remember the 3D glasses and shit? Like, every once in a while, they would do human shit. Now, that was fucking good shit about the gremlins. Uh, they did not know not to eat the most disgusting chicken of all time, though. I know. Well, not all, like, I know it's, it's There's only gross. two people in this world that's eating chicken that disgusting. <laughs> Uh, the Gremlins and RTG. <laughs> and like, yeah, that fried chicken did look delicious. But there's another part of that movie. But it wasn't I... fried. Here's the thing. Everyone makes that mistake. If you watch the Gremlins. Baked. Baked. But everyone says that the Gremlins eat fried chicken. It's not. It's it's. It looks closer to raw. It's just <laughs> slimy. You know it's like gooey and slimy and weird. You know, maybe it was baked, but it's nowhere near fried. <laughs> it looks delicious. Okay. But not only that part looks delicious. But when that uh, black teacher offers the gremlin a candy bar, I want that candy bar. 
I want it so bad. He makes it look so good. Like, I got a little candy bar for you. And, you know, of course, the gremlin's like, candy bar? And since it's already established that you'll take candy bars from anybody, including hepatitis C fucking <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, maniacs, then, yeah, you would eat the gremlin. They were Snickers and Milky Ways, though. Who's, who's going to turn either of those items down? No man. Speaking of food, real quick, we went to our, our buddy's birthday party the other night. Actually, we did the podcast before, and then we went there, yep. and we, we were telling stories about him. And in true Richie fashion, you got all fucked up and ate everything there. Oh, Like delicious. a bottomless pit. Delicious. Like uh, there was a pie that you literally ate the whole pie. Two pies. <laughs> and then there was a flan like a uh, fucking. Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. And you ate like three-fourths of that. I, like I was stunned in all. Three-fourths of all pies. <laughs> that was the funniest part of it. <laughs> anyway, go on. And no, it was fucking delicious. The pies were del- one was a Reese's pie, and the other flan, as as you describe it, had like that fruit on it, but it had that slime over it that I can't describe. So that just made it so delicious. And then we kept on. Uh, my excuse for dogging all the dip was, "What is this dip? What is it made of this? What is it made of this? You know, like what, what is that? Made? A cheeseburger? <laughs> I've never had one of those before. <laughs> yeah, let me get a bite of that until I eat half the bowl of dip. I don't know what it is, man. I get some booze in me, smoke a little chronic, and I'll fucking eat everything. Well, you did eat everything, and everybody just I watched. Saved something. Everybody watched in awe. Of I didn't you eat just, it all though. Just housing all if, the food. If someone else went for a slice, I wouldn't like smack their hand away. Or anything. I saw you smack a hand away. <laughs> I saw you smack a couple hands away. <laughs> I, I guess I really. And like then you flan. looked up and were like, <laughs> and then ran away. I'm a big fan of flan because if you notice. <laughs> When I was like not sure whether or not I should eat the flan part of it because I didn't know what it was. I guess the New Jersey way of saying that is flan. Flan. I was eating the fruit and then there was a little like empty space with no fruit on it. <laughs> so I was cutting these little like squares out of the flan to like sample it. <laughs> and then after I decided I liked flan, I just started cutting big chunks away. <laughs> Can we eat some flan? We'll get smashed. We'll eat some flan. <laughs> Pocket flan. Where did the flan go? So anyway, to wrap it all up. I ate a disgusting duck egg, and I'm not proud of it, but... You should be, because you stuck by your... You know, you were dared, you stuck with it, you followed through, and a lot of people would, you know, chicken out in those situations. Yeah. But you fucking ate the duck. And I stand strong. I stand strong with my Filipino countrymen. Right, and it wasn't an American duck, it was a fucking Asian duck. It was an Asian duck. You know? Yeah. It was no Peking duck. No, it was was not a Peking duck, it was not a macho duck, it was not a uh, duck boat. It was an Asian duck. Fucking balut. Yeah, Baloot ate it. That scares me right there. <laughs> ah, shit's gross. I don't know how we went this far into, into <laughs> the darkness of what we just went through. Hey, man, once eats becomes a topic of convo, I'll talk that shit all day. I'm getting fucking hungry talking about balutes and slimy chicken and glass. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about you eating glass, and I just want to say, you're a fucking maniac. <laughs> like, who does that? Who just starts chewing on glass, but not know. even to entertain his friends, just to chew on glass? I was curious, and I wasn't in the best of mental state, and I thought I would take a chomp see what happened and I, I ended up taking a second chomp and then i was like you know what i'm not gonna swallow this glass am i and i swallowed a little bit and i stopped okay i want to say real quick uh before we move on to the next topic or whatever we have going on here um uh, we get we get asked a lot uh i mean not a lot but we get asked sometimes from people who don't know us because uh, we speak a lot about our bands oh, uh, yeah, and yeah. touring and stuff like that and everyone says what'd your band sound like and instead of just writing shit, I just I just say, oh, you know, I don't know. Or, or I, th- there was a couple things that have been online and I kind of just push them towards that. So and we've I've gotten a lot of requests for it in the past week or so. So I decided to put most of it up online. 
if you go to not the show, not Awkward High Five, but my personal uh, YouTube channel, Devin Ferry's YouTube channel, um, both of our bands are our high school punk band that we talk about from time to time. And then our other band, The Grillers, which is the one that we toured with and everything. Uh, most of our albums are up there now. So if you're daring enough to listen to some out of tune, nutty punk rock, but you just want to hear what your buds, Dev and Richie's band sounded like for good 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's up there. So the Devin Ferry YouTube channel and it's all on there. If you so want to see what's it. missing now from the, uh, from the montage of, uh, for the most part, there's one Grillers CD that we recorded um, with Technical Ecstasy with Chris yeah. Pierce in New Brunswick. Yeah, I know that can't be found. Uh, yeah, I don't have that. I'm going to have to ask the other guys in the band who are in the band. Well, actually, there's only one other Just dude. Chat. Yeah, because <laughs> the other one's kind of... Yep. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I will have to ask him. And if he has it, I'll put that up there as well. So, yeah. But but our uh, Soundways and Sunsets, which was our biggest album... Uh, recorded at Big Blue Meanie in Jersey City and uh, with all those guys there who who make fucking, you know, multi-platinum albums and shit. And that's up there. The EP's up there. And then for some reason, people tend to like our high school band, uh, which was called Lint, which is just, you know, I can't really. It's just sloppy punk rock music. Yeah, so all yeah. that's up there. So. And this, the two songs on the 7-inch are up there, too? Yes, the two oh, songs cool. from the 7-inch are up there. So uh, I want to hear what them shit sound like. They're all up there. So uh, if, oh, you really, if you're really, if you that curious on what our music sounded like, go ahead and enjoy it while I'll be here at home cringing in embarrassment. Yeah. Do you remember when we did the photo shoot for that 7-inch and he was like, yeah, get up on the roof of the high school or whatever, and I climbed up on the roof and then I was too scared to jump off? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, half of our fucking photo shoot pictures of me sitting on a roof looking over the edge, scared as shit. I don't even know how I got down from that fucking roof. I remember we went to uh, the guy who was putting out that 7-inch, the Lynn 7-inch. Uh, we He we, was a fucking putz. We met... Well, it's not. I guess I don't know. But we went and we went and met him. Um, I him. at the Wendy's. There was a Wendy's that we uh, met yeah, him at. Yeah. And then we were going to take those pictures. And he made us sign a contract. Remember that shit? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like that was legally binding. It right, was like right. on the back of a fucking uh, fry box. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. So we, I Mark, our bass player at the time, had a car and a license, but me and you did not. And we used to always drive Mark's van. Mm -hmm. And I remember we got in. He was like, "All right, let's go take these pictures." And we're like, "All right, we have a spot." And so he was following us, and we got in the van, and I believe you were driving Mark's van. I was? Yeah. Holy shit. One of us, well, it wasn't Mark, but one of us was driving <laughs> Mark's van. And so we were driving, and we get to the place, and the guy got out, and he was like, he was like, man, uh, listening to your music, I thought you guys would be like maniacs, like driving 100 miles an hour, like all over the place and everything. And we were just like, well, yeah, we did do the speed limit, but that's because we don't have licenses. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're legally not supposed to be driving this thing. It was fucking funny. Hit him with a zinger. Got him. Mm -hmm. Got that son of a bitch. He was like one of those dudes that... Uh, he Didn't know shit about music. And he would wear like one of those weird Tim Burton socks over his head and shit. Like he, oh, yeah. He was more like a spooky kid than he was like a punk yeah, guy. Yeah. You know? Like he probably shopped at Hot Topic. Yeah. Like he looked like a Dr. Seuss character. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And he would like... Have, like He's one of those dudes that might have like hung a, a fucking teddy bear from his guitar strap or something. Yes, you know, like that yes, kind of weird shit. Absolutely. One too many stickers on the old guitar. Yeah, he's definitely one of those dudes. <laughs> so anyway, uh, not interesting, but if you do want to just look it up, it's all on YouTube. It's all there. Yeah. And then you could stop wondering what uh what kind of shitty music we used to play. And if we could find the technology, maybe we could transfer some of our uh, mini DVs 
and put some old clips of the band playing because I, I would, you know, fuck, I would like to see some of that shit. I would love to devote my uh, YouTube channel, which I normally just use for my stupid demos of my little acoustic songs that I write now. It's more of an archive for myself. I'll throw them up there. But uh, I would love to just make that the center of all the shit. So, yeah, any videos? Uh, yeah, I would love to see footage of our, our uh, you know, us in the recording studio. Yeah. That is some good shit. I, I would love to see that. I would love to see any show that we played. If anybody who listens to this, I know a lot of people who know us listen to this. If any of you guys were fans of our band and you have any footage or anything, yes. especially if it's digitalized or even not, we would gladly take it and, and throw it up and make an archive of it. I mean, I guess I'm getting to that point where I hadn't listened to our CD in, I couldn't even tell you how long, five, six years, maybe is the last time I listened to it. And I listened to a little bit of it today while I was throwing some of it up and I was like, all right, you know, like... I guess I'm at the point now where I could be nostalgic for it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not the type of person who sits there and listens to his own shit. Yeah, you know. I'm super nostalgic. Like a year after our album came out, I would listen to it and cry and be like, "Those were the days." Yeah, but you were the drummer. <laughs> I feel okay. So I feel like there's... oh, that was a zap. No, 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 no. <laughs> zap. I've been I've been watching The Simpsons too much. Uh, fucking. But I feel like you. Uh, I feel like it might be. I don't know. I'm asking you. I guess. Okay. Is it different for drummers? Is what different? The nostalgia to go because you can go back and listen to uh, the song, and yeah, of course you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be uh, critical of your own performance. Yeah. But then there's a you start hearing other things. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of other dudes that are singing and playing the guitars and everything. Can you kind of separate yourself a little bit more? Because I can't as as I in that band, especially our high school band, but even in the other band. I was uh, the main singer for the most part, uh, and you only hear yourself. Is what it's you're not that. It's just that I'm I'm so in front that I can't get past myself. Ah, oh. you know what I mean. Like I, I hear my guitar, I hear my myself because I am the on the songs I think that I that's sang. Natural because the songs with the Grillers we had two singers. <clears throat> yeah, and the songs that Chad sang. I could listen to easier. I listen to those songs and I can almost take myself out of it oh, because so I'm just either doing backups or playing rhythm guitar. So you're hearing your voice and you're just so focused on your voice. It's not even that I'm focused on it. It's just it's too it's uh, I I'm there. I'm the centerpiece. So therefore, I don't want to listen to myself. It's a, uh, okay. it's the same thing with this podcast. I go back and I listen to this podcast for editing reasons. And um, when I do the weekly recaps, uh, which, you know, just kind of I'll go in and I'll pull clips or whatever. So uh-huh. I do that for that reason. But I wouldn't ever sit here and listen to this podcast for fun. Like, ha listen to listen to what me and Richie <laughs> yeah, yeah. came up with. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I the second I hear my voice brought back to me, it's it's a it's yeah. a repulsion well, repulsion that I, I have. think that's a tough thing for anybody in this world. I think that's just a natural thing for humans. It's when you hear yourself because you don't hear yourself like. You know, you normally sound. I think everybody knows that. Right. And I think people bug out when they hear it because they're like, who is that? That's not who I sound like. And right. It freaks people out. Right. I think that happens for anybody that has a soul. <laughs> uh, so then why does it happen to me then? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but again, um, uh, so you could listen to the Gorillaz album and enjoy those songs? Yeah. Okay. Except for the one part of uh, the third song where they totally butchered my drums. Oh, you mean when you came in late? That's like every song. <laughs> I'm talking about the part where they actually deleted, replaced, moved, and added drum, you know, beats where I never played. And I don't, I don't know what they were thinking, but they totally rearranged my whole fucking part. And it really it hurt the old ticker. There's one, there's one part, and I know this isn't interesting, and we're going to get off of this real quick. But there's one uh, part on that album that kills me to this day. It just kills me. And it has to do with the drums. And it's not your fault. I don't know whose fault it was. 
but it just it just it comes in like a nanosecond fucking two. Like you're talking about it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about that irks me a tad. In I think it's so long. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So long. No, it's not that then. Uh, uh, anyway, I, I don't, I don't know the exact song, but it's a real slow part, and it's, it's just guitars for a little bit, and then, and then it comes in with, just on the bass drum and like. Uh, oh, that's another editing spoof they did on. Oh, uh, so that wasn't your fault? No, that wasn't my fault. Okay, that's, you're talking about empty oceans. Uh, maybe it comes in with the ding 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 ding. ding, ding. Like I'm just on the ride and no, that's not what drum. I'm talking about either. That's where they fucking totally butchered my drum. No, I'm talking about. Uh, and then there's a lot of errors. I guess. <laughs> Maybe you guys shouldn't go on the YouTube <laughs> yeah. no, and listen to that music. Well, it's all my fault. I suck. Maybe I should have took a lesson. No, I fucking I, I that shit's bothered me forever. And there's been so many people who told me that they don't even hear it. I, yeah. That's again, it's one of those right, things where you right. just fucking scrutinize uh, your own I, shit. Yeah, I hear all those fucking drum errors. But man, let me tell you, that recording studio. How long was I playing before we recorded? Ten years, about ten years mm-hmm. before we recorded that album. And I did not become a drummer until the day that I walked out of that studio. Well, it, it was a professional studio, number one. And then number two, the guy, uh, Rumblefish, who ran it, it was a professional drummer. Yeah. And they were so, all like, what the fuck is that beat you're playing? And I had to actually like study and teach myself a new beat that I've uh, and change a beat that I've been playing for 10 years and totally come up with a new beat. Right. That was like it, that hurt my brain. I had to force myself to do that. But we prevail. But okay, so that that's interesting because uh, you think that that wouldn't be the the commonplace, the normal thing that happens. But that is with producers, that's what happens. You know, so like, so it doesn't just mean that I blew. No, but but ba- <laughs> that happens all, when bands hire producers. Their job is to say that sucks. You're playing that wrong. Play it this way. Okay. You know, like if you listen to uh, demos of uh, like, uh, you know what I heard the other day that there's a great example of this is Smells Like Teen Spirit. Okay, so you think of, we talk about Nirvana all the time. I know. But uh, you would think that Nirvana was the type of band that just wrote the songs, went into the studios, recorded, went to the studio, recorded the song, and then fucking that was it, right? Teen Spirit was not the song that they went into that studio with. It was. It was the, the verse and chorus structure was there. But they wrote out the beginning too long. I think there was like a middle part that was kind of weird. So the way that Nirvana wrote Smells Like Teen Spirit was not the final version that became this giant chart crushing yeah. song even those like little picks he did for the verses was totally different right it? yeah and and that's be- and they went into the studio and just like your experience they started playing it and they're like that's great but why are you doing it this way uh, let's yeah. cut this down let's cut that down and i mean that just happens you know and when we were younger i was so against that i you know this is how stupid i was i i like I, I like looked up to these bands that were produced themselves, yeah. you know, and I was like, well, I don't want I don't want there to be a producer on our albums. I just want to produce it myself. I know I know what's good. I you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and well, you know, that nev- was our whole thing. Our whole thing was DIY. Fuck the fucking. Yeah. Right. The corporate man. But I think we could have if we had a good producer with us, we could have benefited more from that. And not Absolutely. that they, not that the dudes that didn't, that helped us produce on that album weren't great. Uh, I'm yeah. just saying, like, I on the other albums. Stuff. You know, even in the songwriting process, like that kind of thing. I don't know. Look, I, you know, again, for anybody who doesn't play music, this is the boringest thing in the world, and I apologize. Ah, well, it's interesting. But, but, uh, but yeah, that's that. Very rarely does the rock band, and I'm not talking about your fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, Justin Timberlake's and and all those dudes. Like that shit's just oh, that shit's written, written by yeah, by everybody. Yeah. 
But I'm talking about the rock bands. Like, let's take the Foo Fighters, for example, or whatever. I don't know any other big rock bands. Me neither. Like, you, th- you think that they, like, go write the songs and go into the studio and play the songs. But they chop those songs the fuck up. And there's normally another dude there saying, that doesn't work. Let's move that out. Let's do this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And together, they make these albums. Is mm-hmm. what, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, anyway... If you want to listen to the Grillers or Lint, it's up there. Devin Ferry, YouTube. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. You have anything else that we need to talk about on this Tuesday? Uh, well, it's a Tuesday. We usually keep it, keep it pretty serious on a Tuesday. And I think we went off on the wacky tip. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could close it down. We're, 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 we're within minutes of the end of the show. All right. Um, if you, you know what? I'm going to say this before we hit the ending song. Uh if you listen to this and you like it, if you're a new listener or somebody who hasn't already, go on to iTunes. I hope you subscribe on iTunes, number one. But if you don't, that's fine. If you use SoundCloud or any of the other uh, Stitcher or any of the other vessels to get this uh, podcast, that's great. But if you go on to iTunes, just leave a written review on iTunes. Um, what we're doing there, it helps us out as a show because the more written reviews, the higher in the search rankings we get, the more people see it. The more people listen to it, the more people interact, the better shows we could do. It's a snowball of greatness for everybody. Yeah. Um, but also, once we have 100 written reviews, uh, we're going to throw a big old party for everybody. Yeah. Who doesn't want a big free party? Yeah. I sure as hell do. We're going to fucking invite Fish P- Fist Pump Rob and yeah. Sammy Sweetheart. We're going to prostitute some 14-year-old girls. We're going to throw up we're going to throw up the cams. Mm-hmm. You should say just kidding a little bit louder after Just that. kidding. So we don't get swatted. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to eat the goldfish, but Dev's going to eat a fucking beluga. <laughs> I'm ne- I'm ne- well, you know what? Uh, I'll say this. If we get 100 uh, written review yes. reviews and we do throw the 100 written review party and you're still down for drinking that goldfish I'll because I know be you're down. pussing out a little bit there. Well, I, I will, got a little scared, but now I'm back. I will gladly eat another balut. Uh, All right. Leave those party. reviews, people. I got to see this. That'll, I missed out last. That'll be my my clown trick that I fucking All right. Do. Sweet. I, that, I'll be the stunt please, boy for that. Please get on those reviews. Please. I'm begging you. Yeah. So if you listen to the show, you like the show, you want to help us out, go leave those reviews. And uh, I just want to hear. I just want to watch a balloon. <laughs> Otherwise, you can find us on Twitter. We're on Facebook. I hope you guys are liking the weekly recaps that we're doing for anybody who doesn't have the attention span. To listen to a full episode, you could hear clips from two minutes and see if you like it or not, and all that good stuff. And uh, we'll be back here on Friday. You cool? I'm cool. All right. See you for a few short days. My beluga brother. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.